Hi, I'm Tony Mala, and welcome to the ASA Podcast, a program for automotive professionals that helps keep you ahead of what's now, what's new, and what's next in the business of automotive service and collision repair. This podcast is brought to you by the Automotive Service Association, dedicated to driving your success. And we'll be sharing information, insight, and inspiration that will not just help you make a living, it will help you make a difference. I'm here today with Ray Fisher, President and Executive Director of the Automotive Service Association, to talk about the 2020 Annual Business Meeting. And Ray, ASA has something different this year. We've got some co-located events at the Annual Business Meeting. What are they? So in addition to our Annual Business Meeting, we also have CARS, which is the Congress of Automotive Service and Repair. We also have TTF, Technology and Telematics Forum, and also we're going to be doing some things with you as a live podcast. So we're looking forward to all of those events going with our annual business meeting. Yeah, as am I. Let's go through these one at a time because I know there's a lot to talk about. Sure. And we'll get to some of it today, I know. Exactly. First of all, let's start with the annual business meeting itself. Who attends? Who comes? Okay, so it's always welcome to all of our members, but also even prospects are welcomed. Now, there's some things that it's a members only that can attend, like our open meeting. But, you know, there's other events going on at the same time with the business meeting. But uh, we've got our annual board meeting with the board of directors. Mm-hmm. And that's an open session to the membership. We also have the swearing in of the officers for the next year's term. That's always happening at the open board meeting as well. We've got collision and mechanical ops committees, which, first of all, I'd like to take a moment and say thank you to all their efforts and feedback to help us produce this event this year. So hats off to both those committees who work as volunteers and hard working at it. They'll be meeting there as well. We've got various affiliate meeting opportunities with the board of directors and our affiliate executive directors, and also it gives a chance to meet with Bob Redding, our Washington, D.C. representative and uh, our ops committee members as well. Uh, This year we'll have the AMI graduation as well, Mm -hmm. going along with our celebration of excellence. And, of course, uh, you look at different things we have, like our networking opportunities, especially on the the first night with the welcoming reception, which last year, as we all know, was very uh, enjoyable, and we lost track of time, which is a good thing. So there's obviously quite a bit for the attendees to do. Sure. But I know we're all excited about the return of cars, the Congress of Automotive Repair and Service that the ASA was famous for, actually, and, and it still is. But tell me a little bit about cars. What is cars and what can attendees expect for 2020? Okay, well, cars, it's our event for the mechanical repair industry. And uh, when we look at cars, you know, the first word, Congress. Ours isn't dysfunctional. Ours <laughs> is a very cooperative national event working to better the industry. Again, hats off to the Mechanical Ops Committee for helping get some of the subject matter and topics. But we'll have some technical training. We'll have some classes that entail how to, how to handle a price shopper, how to cultivate a good experience for women that are coming in because that market is just continuing to expand. It's past the 50% mark. And, you know, I, um, I want to make sure we're all ready for it. Um, I know that's been things over the years that we've been doing, but we've got a unique person uh, talking about that this year, how to enhance your digital uh, vehicle inspection usage panel discussion for the younger generation uh, shop owners, mm-hmm. which I'm, you know, it's new this year. Um, and I'm looking forward to that, uh, that panel discussion. You know, it's kind of up there last year, we tackled on the shortage of technicians and, and some of the challenges we have and, and provided solutions to those. And re- we plan to do that again this year for the younger shop owner uh, versus a legacy shop owner. 
Collision owners are going to have the opportunity to attend a class also, uh, a couple classes on negotiation and uh, some of the understanding the psychology behind negotiation. I believe there's like 10 steps that it's going to be walked through Mm -hmm. and how to identify that within the individuals. And also doing a complete estimating and and the importance of a a strong plan that goes behind it. So a lot of tremendous opportunities. But uh, going back to the cars, you know, you heard a lot of subject there. What we're doing is we're looking at uh, not only providing the training and education on it, but we're also going to be identifying some technologies and, and better usage of it and uh, the low costs that go uh, along with it. So mm. stay tuned, right? Yeah, really. It, and that training you mentioned, I assume it's both mechanical and collision. Yes. But it's also going to be management and technical. We're going to have a lot of technical stuff there as well, right? Correct. The primary focus will be on the mechanicals for the cars portion of the of the program. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, because we also have collision industry that we represent. And and as we've had in our ADOS classes and, and uh, some of the other classes in the past few years, we talk about how that gap is closing because they have to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. When we look at the automotive repair industry, more and more we have to include them. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at one of our affiliates retreat up at ASA Northwest, which what an experience. They did a great job up there, and hats off to Jeff Love and his team. But one of the things we were talking about in that discussion was the importance of working together with the collision and mechanical repair industry today because of vehicle technology today and things of that nature. When we look at the warranty period, the collision industry kind of gives us a heads up as to what's coming at us from the industry side mm-hmm. because we try to stay on top of it as much as we can. We see the new vehicles coming out, the different auto shows throughout the United States, but you don't always necessarily understand the technology that goes behind it or the, the workings that go behind it and how to repair it and things of that nature. And unfortunately, the collision industry gets to see those cars sometimes the same day they were delivered. They're faced with this new technology, and that's where the communication between the networking, for example, at this event gives the opportunity to, hey, what are you seeing? What should I prepare for? And it really gives a one-up for the mechanical repair industry as well. You had talked about technology, and one of the other events that's going to be there is the Technology and Telematics Forum, or ASA has become famous for, what exactly is the technology and telematics forum? Okay, traditionally that's uh, something that, that we deal with as far as uh, getting the Global Vehicle Alliance together with the OEs. And it's it's not that this is an OE program or anything like this, but that's getting right from the horse's mouth mm-hmm. of what's coming about, what they're working on, what they're looking at as an industry, because they too are evolving as well. You know, the uh, cars are not getting any cheaper. So like we just did our program last fall in, in Troy, Michigan, as you know, Tony, and when we did that, there was a lot of key components like this fear that we have driverless cars coming at us in the next couple of years. Realistically, they were saying the technology may be there, but the infrastructure is not and some of the things that go along with it. We have a litigious society as well. So how, how do we protect everybody and keep the cars safe and, and do what we want to do? And that's a mode of transportation. So this identifies what's what we see today, what we can expect in the near future, and kind of gives us some timelines and how to prepare. So it takes a knot out of our stomach as a shop owner. Hmm. Well, you're talking about what's now, what's new, and what's next, which is a perfect lead-in to my next point, 
which is the podcasting, something near and dear to my heart. Yeah. We're going to be having some podcasting there as well, right? Correct. We're going to do something similar that we're doing right this minute. Mm -hmm. We'll have some Facebook Live podcasts where you'll be doing some recording and interviewing there. And like you've already been doing at some of the functions with our affiliates and some of the conferences that you've attended, you'll be doing podcasts as well that are recorded that we'll release throughout the year as well at good timing. So, you know, give a chance for you to be talking with some of the instructors, which we've done at other events, as you know, right? Mm -hmm. But that way we're keeping that data fresh and that information fresh, and it kind of does a nice lead-in as to why we want to attend the next conference or the next event, whether it's at one of our affiliates, which, bless their hearts, are doing a good job, mm -hmm. or something that we're doing here nationally or something of a national event that's going on. So you've done a tremendous job on that, and hats off to you, Tony, and I, I'm just excited about where we've come in the last 18 months. Yeah, well, as am I, I got to tell you, and thank you for the kudos. I appreciate that. But one thing I found doing the events, especially at the couple of the affiliate events I've been to, is being able to talk to the individuals in the field on the ground. Right. And, you know, that plays into the networking idea, really sharing ideas and seeing what's coming by talking to individuals who are doing it today, I think is one of the most important values of a meeting like the annual business meeting that ASA provides. We've talked about the annual business meeting. We haven't mentioned the most important thing. Where is it and when is it? Okay, it's May 4th and 5th, mm -hmm. and it's at the Hearst Conference Center right here in Texas, which is about, depending on traffic, about 18 to 22 minutes from the airport, mm -hmm. DFW, meaning Dallas-Fort Worth, because right. we have Love Field that's about, I think, uh, 45 minutes away. We've got shuttle services to and from the airport as well, through, uh, coordinated through the hotel, which this information will be available later in February. Mm -hmm. But it's right here at the Hearst Conference Center where we had last year. They did a great job with us last year, and I think it'll be a great opportunity for everybody there. You know, and like you said, getting that information on the ground, unfiltered, mm -hmm. really helps us as an industry identify challenges that we may see together and offering solutions for the future to make it easier for everybody. We live in a digital world. I know uh, we communicate a bunch of different ways, but in many ways, nothing can replace the face-to-face -face events. Correct. Can't do them every day, but you have to do them occasionally just to get out of your foxhole and kind of look around at the battlefield a little bit, I think. Right. Uh, I know it's been covered earlier, but let's talk about that again. Who can attend now? It's not just for ASA members, right? Oh, correct. We encourage our membership, obviously, but even our prospects or even anybody from the industry, come out and see what it's all about. Because when you look at it, it's an opportunity for us all to come together and identify some of the challenges we have. The best opportunity you have, as we know in business, whether you're a shop owner or a manager or working as a technician in a shop, is when you can share knowledge together. You know, mm -hmm. how often do we see it in all lines of industries where they say we've got over 110 years of experience? Well, that's basically saying, you know, you take all the people and all the years of experience they have, somebody's got the answer or somebody can help identify the answer to a problem and offer solutions. So the annual business meeting and co-located event is all about making sure that we not only take care of the members who support us throughout the year and we always look for more, but uh, it also gives us an opportunity to have the industry there so that we're on the same page, identifying the same problems, offering the same solutions to make us all better. You know, when you raise a great point, there's literally hundreds of years of experience walking around that room. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say thousands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but how do we register for that? When's registration open? It's going to be opening up later in February. Mm -hmm. A lot of information will be on the website, but uh, we're putting all the final details together in, in that aspect 
because there's more to come, as as we know. We've got something special that is going to be going on at the event, both at the reception and through Tuesday, that uh, more to come on that. But this is all about something different. Uh, some of the presenters, some of the speakers, and some of the content is not something that you normally have opportunities to see across the nation. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different roster of, of candidates, shall we say. We like to keep it fresh, and it's not to take away from anything else, but we want to do something that's a, a little bit different than you don't normally see. And uh, so some of our presenters are, are names you may not have seen before, and some you will have. But I think it's going to be a great opportunity for everybody to to come. I think the opportunity of the technology and seeing what the membership is all about as well, what we do, when you look at some of the outcomes, uh, you know, Bob Redding at the open uh, meeting, for example, at the annual business meeting, he's our Washington, D.C. representative. He'll talk about some of the things that are going on right now. As you and I both know, we just got the alerts. New Hampshire just introduced uh, an OE procedure legislation. Mm-hmm. But we knew about that a, a little while ago because we've been watching for this. And, and, and it allows us to get ahead of it rather than after because if anybody's ever done any any legislative work or campaigning or great grassroots level, once it's written, it's almost too late to get involved because it's so difficult to stop if the momentum's already gone. So you'll see a lot of the things we do behind the scenes that that often aren't tangible where you can measure it easily. Mm-hmm. But boy, what it could cost you if you don't. Yeah. And there's opportunity to meet the ASA board one on one a little bit and and talk to them. I mean, the nice opportunity there is. You'll see that they're just like the rest of us. They're uh, all shop owners that are volunteering their time, and they've you know really guided the organization through thick and thin through the years, and it's a thankless job. But you want to talk about passion. The board we have today is so passionate about the industry. Uh, they're not self-fulfilling, and that's what you want. You know, it's servant leadership to its best, mm-hmm. prime example, and I think that's true in any successful organization, the rewards come when you take care of others. One of the most important values an association provides is information. Correct. We watch things so you don't have to is how it's often said. Correct. The point you make about the volunteers on the board, on the mechanical collision operation committees, and all of the individuals that help us make what we do work, I think it can't be said often enough. You know, These are individuals within the industry, shop owners, running an association for shop owners and helping them to grow and, as we like to say, drive their success in the process. So the uh, annual business meeting, you had mentioned it passing, is a great way to meet these individuals, get to know them, and frankly, get involved, I think. We're always looking for the next generation to come up. Oh, absolutely. It's a chance for some of the younger shop owners, I think, to uh, to take a look around and, and maybe add their leadership skills to the skill set that we already have. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing is, keep in mind, when you're talking about our board and our mechanical ops committee or collision ops committee volunteers, they're doing this over and above running their shop mm-hmm. day to day. Yeah. So they're just like everybody else. So it can be done. Does it take some time? Yes. But the passion and the rewards obviously must be beyond the amount of time they put in. It's worth it to them. So, yeah, I can't say enough, and I think what an opportunity to, to see the mechanism and work or the, the gears grinding together and, and uh, you know, getting the results we get. Yeah. One other thing, again, I, I like to mention this in passing, well, a big part of, of any meeting is the social side of the atmosphere, but the celebration of excellence gives us a chance to recognize some individuals for those efforts that you mentioned. Correct. And I think it's important that, uh, that we take the time to recognize those individuals who give so much back. 
oh. to the industry. It's inspiring. I've always found it de- definitely motivating when it comes to uh, getting involved. And I expect this, uh, this annual business meeting, it sounds like it's going to be one of the best ever. I'm looking to hear more about it. I know we're, uh, we're running a little short on time. Yeah. But there you have it. We will be back in a few weeks uh, with more information as we go forward. In the meantime, keep monitoring our Facebook page at asashop.org, and that will keep you up to date on all the planning that's being done. We'll be filling in the gaps with a little bit more detailed information as we go forward and get closer to the meeting. And again, registration opens up in a few weeks. Great. So mark your calendars. It's May 4th and 5th. Plan on being in Dallas, Texas for the ASA annual business meeting. I have been talking with Ray Fisher, president and executive director of ASA. Ray, thank you. This has been enlightening. Thank you, Tony. And thank you all for your time today. Appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.